This is Health Matters with Sipla. Welcome to Health Matters with me, Ryan O'Connor. It is brought to you in uh, partnership with Sipla. Uh, this week, we are talking gut health. I love to know more about gut health, and I'm sure you're going to enjoy this. Uh, with us is A.D. St. George, a nutritional therapist and biokinesiologist based in Cape Town. A.D., it's lovely to have you with us today. Phil, thank you. Thanks for having me. Now, let's talk a little bit about the basics, the yes. gut. It's more the than gut. just our stomach. What is the gut? People say, I have a gut feeling. No, you don't. Well, you can have a gut feeling. So the gut is the gastrointestinal tract. So your digestive system. So basically from your mouth to your bum. Got you. So the organs, it's basically your stomach, your small intestine and your large intestine. So that is the gut. Okay. But you could also talk about a beer gut. A beer gut. Yeah. That'd be beer gut. Or when people talk, as I mentioned, about gut instincts, they, they talk about obviously the central feeling within their being that says, I've got a feeling about something. So the word gut, it's no stranger to us. Oh gosh, you've gotten to some hardcore stuff quite early on. So a gut feeling, yes, yes. absolutely. So you have, you do have nerves which run to your gut and to your brain. That so gives you a tingly sensation. Yes. So when you say you have a gut feeling, right. it's, it's, it is from your gut. Really from your gut. Yeah, your instincts, now, yeah. What makes a gut healthy? So, should we talk about what makes the gut unhappy? How to tell? Yes. Because I know when my gut's yes. unhappy, when it starts making yes. noises and feeling like it's not well. Okay. That's more so, stomach than gut. Uh, it depends where it is. Where is it? Down right the stomach region. So, t- show, okay, I know what. Show me. Okay. Put, put your hand on your stomach. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Over there. Your stomach wow. is actually. Now, if you're listening to this, the podcast, and you're not watching the the video, it's to my tell, tell me where it is. So, so, so your 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 stomach is actually sort of under your. It's quite high up under your left rib. So it's it's your stomach is up there, which is why you call it heartburn when you have the reflux ah, because it's it's Got close you. to your heart. Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. But in terms of having an unhappy gut. Yes. So now I'm talking gut, as I said, stomach, yeah. small intestine, large intestine. So the more obvious symptoms of an unhappy gut would be the obvious reflux, heartburn, burping, um, flatulence, bloating, um, anything uncomfortable around there. So that's the, so. So if you and oh sorry, also if you aren't going to the toilet every day, okay, um, you absolutely need to be going to the loo every day. There are some people say, yeah. no, that's fine. It went between once, you know, every three yes. days. Yeah. No, you absolutely do need to be eliminating every day. Um, and yeah, so the, the, those are obviously the more the more obvious the more obvious signs of something being wrong. But anything from skin issues yeah. to mood to hormones to I mean I don't think mm. there's any condition which is not related to your to gut that. health sure. yeah hence gut health being the central mm. basic concern for most as you mentioned yeah. health issues it stems from gut um I want to talk a little bit about something like food intolerance testing yes. how, how does that help uh, to figure out what's causing an issue for example so I do always test for food intolerances when okay. I do my session. I, with the biokinesiology, we have little vials with um, okay. the same substances in, and I do muscle testing. I wouldn't start there, though. Okay. I wouldn't start there. Um, your main culprits with food, intolerance, with food intolerances would be cow's milk. Okay. But also, when people, if, if cow's milk is in your diet, you most yeah. likely are eating it four times a day. 
you're having milk in your tea or coffee, you're having milk sure. in your cereal, you're having, um, okay, butter isn't as bad because it isn't the protein and the, as much of the protein and the sugar in, milk okay. sugar in. Um, and then you're having cheese on your bread and then you're having yogurt and then oh, your kid didn't have dinner. So just a bit more yogurt, actually is a bit of protein and cheese. So that is, so, so if you thought that you had an issue with food, the first, the first place I'd start would be um, cow's milk switching okay. to sheep or goat's milk. Okay. Okay. Um, or sheep or goat's milk, um, you know, yogurt or um, cheese. or yeah. That's the first thing I do, if you think you have a pain tolerance. Um, and otherwise, wheat or gluten. Okay. So wheat is he more heavily sprayed and genetically modified than the likes of other grains, yeah. than even rye. So rye has gluten in. Um, so other grains do have gluten in, but it's, it's so, so wheat, once again, if you're eating mm. wheat, yeah. I mean, you can be eating it seven times a day. Sure. So, so the, the, that would be the first place to start. The only thing, which I didn't want to touch on it yet because I didn't explain sort of the organs sure. yet, okay. but, but with the food intolerance testing as well, mm. is that if you, so in your small intestine, you have, um, villi. Right. And you have your, 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 your gut integrity is basically that they need to be, your, your, your gut can't be permeable. Okay. So you don't want, if it's permeable, then food, undigested food is going straight into your bloodstream. Okay. So if your gut, your small intestine, we don't want to use the word gut anymore because okay. now we know it's not just. Sure. So with your small intestine, if it's permeable, then when you have a food intolerance test, the food that you're eating can just come up. Okay. So because you're eating eggs for breakfast and sure. you're having, you know, walnuts and this, this, and this, yes, yeah. then you get told eggs are an issue and walnuts are an issue. Okay. But actually the issue is your gut lining. Okay. So it's not, it's, yeah. So, so, so I wouldn't, I wouldn't rush. I would first work on your diet. Okay. Think how did Gran eat hundred years ago? Sure. Eat like that. Yeah. And did she eat bread every single meal? No. Okay. Cows milk every single meal? No. no. <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> yeah. and, and, I mean, yeah. you mentioned cow's milk and you mentioned a couple of alternatives, but there, I mean, yeah. there seems to be this vast array of alternatives for almost yes. every food source we have. Yes. You know, like if you if if you find that there's something that doesn't agree with you, now we've got this, you know, maybe 20 years ago, we didn't have as many options. Mm. Now we are inundated with options on where to turn as an alternative. Yes, which isn't necessarily a good thing. So in terms of, because we're talking about milk. Yeah, sure. So in terms of milks, um, so just to say, so, so why I think, why people love dairy so much mm. is that in terms of your macronutrients, your protein, fat, and carbohydrates, yes. just like breast milk, Got you. it's in perfect proportion. So the likes of oat milk and those milks, yes. it's just carbohydrates. Gotcha. So if you, yeah. Very important to know what you've just said now. Yes. Go back and listen to that again, because that's very yes. important, because we're very quick to jump on the the, the oat milk or, or, the, yes. or the healthier alternatives, but they're things that those healthier alternatives lack. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, if you, so if you're, you know, if you really love your granola and you sure. want to have yeah. some milk in and in your granola, there is fat and there is protein. So you're happy with that. Then you could, then that's, that's then not that's an fine. issue using sure. that, but it is a processed food. Yes. So, you know, just because yeah. it says healthy on, doesn't, doesn't mean, mean that's yeah. healthy. No, 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 no. <laughs> Got you. No. Okay, so listen, how can we improve our, our digestive health or our gut health? I mean, how? Okay. what are the steps we take? We want, we want to have a healthy gut. So I'm going to start at the beginning, which is the mouth. So I'm going to explain digestion because a lot of the advice that I'm going to tell you now, it's not new. Okay. It really isn't new. And you're going to say, oh, I've heard that so mm. many times. But if you can understand why you're being told it, it's easier for you to actually apply it. Okay. okay. So digestion starts in the mouth. 
So we chew our food, yeah. we break it down, break it down, break it down. And then we have in our saliva, we have something called salivary amylase. So ASE means it's an enzyme. So salivary amylase, it starts breaking down the carbohydrates and the starch in our mouth already. So you know that like painful advice when people are like, just chew your food more. Yeah. And you're like, oh my God. Uh, anyway, yeah. actually digestion has started in your mouth. Okay. So also to note then mm. that if you are... Obviously, your brain is connected. You have nerves going, you know. So so if you're watching TV and you're not really focusing. True. So actually, you know that advice of sit down at the dinner table, relax, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. There is merit to that. Absolutely. Okay, so first starts in your mouth. Yeah. So then it goes down to your stomach. Your food goes in the stomach. So your stomach is very acidic. So the pH of your stomach needs to be between one and three which is very acidic. So like battery acid is like 0.7. So, so, and you know, the pH table goes from, sure. from one to 14. Yeah. So it needs to be acidic. So in terms of getting your digestive juices flowing as well, once again, you need to be relaxed. So your nervous system has two states. It's there's the parasympathetic nervous system, okay. which is rest and digest and the sympathetic nervous system, which is fight and um, fight and flight, fight or flight. When you're in the rest and digest, your parasympathetic, your body is ready. There's blood flowing to your intestines. Your juices okay. are going. Everything yeah. is 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 ready for you to start eating. If you are stressed, once again, I don't know if you're eating on the run, uh, you know, while you're driving, sure. yeah. you know, a car could go into you and you're trying to eat your food. That's stressful. So your stomach acid activates you. your protein digesting enzymes. Right. So it's our enzymes that help digest our food. Okay. So um, what else can affect our stomach acid? So stress, as I said, alcohol yes. can also affect our stomach acid. Um, coffee can also affect our stomach acid, but in terms of what you're looking for, so you're looking for so reflux. Okay, that's a sign that we don't have. It's not acidic enough. Is that? Is it? Yes. All oh, right. Okay. Yes. Well okay. done. You yeah. do know something about the gut. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, really, because. So what happens is you get reflux, and obviously at at that moment you need to soothe it. Otherwise, yes. you're not going to be very comfortable. Yes. But if you think your stomach acid is too high, you then taking take them to make your stomach acid. Um, higher pH, less acidic. Sure. And then, I mean, I don't know how your body works because you're not digesting your proteins, you're not no. digesting your food. Yeah. I mean, everything, it, it just it just can't work like that. So sure. that, that's just very important to know. Okay. Yes. What are the other telltale signs that you're, that you, you know, that you possibly are lacking uh, that acidic uh, health that's required? I mean, indigestion. That's and, oh, 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 a good one. No, another yeah. good one is if you start going off, um, off meat, so sometimes okay. if you like, yeah, if you like, oh, I just prefer oh. fish and maybe, but no, the thought of a steak is just too much. So often that is a sign that your your stomach acid actually isn't acidic enough. So often vegetarians I as well. Always feel like meat. <laughs> well, that's I'm great. Your gut is in. <laughs> My gut's in yeah. Tip top condition. <laughs> um, but yeah, often one, you know, is kind of some vegetarians kind of land up like that. They're like, oh, I just don't really feel like meat. I don't really okay. feel like meat. And then actually, yeah. Actually, that's their body saying, saying hey, yeah. hold on. Yeah. What, I mean, we've, we've all heard of small and large intestines. What's the yes. difference? Tell us out there. You know, we know that they're also involved in the breaking down of food. How do they work? What's the small intestine? So, okay. So what happens is your food's gone to your stomach yeah. and then it goes into the small intestine. So the yeah. small intestine is actually the longer intestine. Got you. So it's the, no, that's why it's called the small intestine. Yeah. But, so what happens there is that is where, so then more digestive enzymes come in. Bile gets released from the gallbladder. And they, so that's where your nutrient absorption happens. So that's, I'd say 90% of, of, of digestion actually happens in the small intestine. Okay. Yes. And in terms of a happy, 
I mean, usually when you talk about gut health, you don't talk about the individual organs. No. But I just and, thought it'd be yes. nice to do it this way so Absolutely. people can actually try and, yeah. you know. So with your hydrochloric acid. Yes. So there is something called a burp test, okay? There's burp a test. burp test, yes. There's something called a burp test. So I, I do test, I always test. I've got the vial for hydrochloric acid and all those things. Okay. So I haven't done this with clients, but if you're not seeing me, then you can do this. And so you t- you put a quarter teaspoon of bicarb. So look it up, but you take a quarter t- teaspoon of bicarb, you put in a little bit of water, you drink it, and you time how long it takes for you to have a burp. And the longer? So I think it's like- short, is, it, I think is it the shorter, the better? I think it's short. Yeah, it's shorter, the better. So if it's like over three minutes, then your, your, your acid isn't, isn't strong enough. No ways. That's very cool. That's I'm going to try it. Sorry, Everyone's first, trying that now. First thing, first thing in the morning. But then what you can do is you, there are a few things you can do. The easiest and cheapest thing to do is apple cider vinegar. Okay. So a teaspoon of that. Oh, or it's a dreadful. I mean, I think you get used to it. Uh, that's what people say. No, I think you, it's actually quite sweet. Okay. Depends on your palate. Okay. And that's very healthy to have. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so put that in a little bit of warm water and you have that before your meals, say okay. 10 minutes before your meals. Yeah. And that, um, I think it's pH 2. So right. that's perfect for your stomach. Is there yes. any reason why the same thing's being said? There was a phase where people were taking yeah. lemons, right? Exactly. And they were putting lemons in hot water in the morning and having it first thing when they wake up, they'd have a, like hot water exactly. with fresh lemon in it. Is that for the same reason to, to activate the stomach or the gut to go, right, listen, we're going to prepare you for what might lie ahead, which whether it's breakfast or whatever your morning. So, no, so that, that is more for liver. Okay. So but it's still fantastic. I okay. highly recommend it. Yes. Um, but in terms of you, you would be doing a lot of water and a tiny bit of lemon. Bit of lemon, got so you. So the, the, the acidity of that Not drink, enough to, to No, to, but to, it's still, yeah. it, 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 it would be the most amazing way to start the day, yes. So what you can do is bone broth. Okay. okay. Do you, have you heard about bone broth? I have. Or stock? Stock, yeah. Okay. And have you heard of leaky gut? Yes. So leaky gut is when, remember I said with the micro, the villi and the micro yes. that they are actually, there's, there's slight, slight separations where undigested food and bacteria, anything which shouldn't be going through the gut, then um, goes into the bloodstream. Got you. So one thing you can do, so there's, there's glutamine in bone broth or stock, okay. and it helps with the wall integrity. Okay. It helps. So if you think you have a food intolerance, I would also first do, if you think of any gut issue, sure. I'd be doing the apple cider vinegar and the bone broth Got before you. going to a food intolerance. Okay. Food intolerance. Because the last thing you want to be told, you're already stressed about your, your digestion. Yes. And then someone says, you know, those 10 foods you're eating, you can't eat those. That would be very stressful. Okay. So that's one thing you can do for your small intestine. Okay. Also to note that, you know, easy to digest food. If you yeah. think of a baby, you know, a baby or, or a young you know, toddler, sure. like how you'd feed them, yes. you know, this like slow-cooked casserole you know, that kind of food, our yes. gut really does, our gut, our, yeah, our gut, everything from the stomach does prefer that, yeah. obviously. And then there's another quite fun thing. Yeah. It's actually a new thing I've sort of learned. In your small intestine, right? So with my clients, the first advice, I or, the first thing I always do mm. is we go through blood sugars. Okay. Okay. And so that's basically um, – do you know much about blood sugars? Sure. Okay. So you know you have your protein, fats, carbohydrates. Yes. Once again, if you're eating a meal with sufficient protein and good fats, you are fuller for longer. Yeah. It's coming into your blood a little bit sure. slower. So that's always my first advice. And okay. I was thinking the other day, how how is my first advice not gut advice? Because the gut is where sure. it starts, you yeah. know. But that's always the first lesson because if you're not doing that, you're not yes. eating properly. And yeah. then I realized that it actually is linked because there's something called the migrating motor complex 
Yeah. So the migrating wow. motor comes, and it's basically, you know, when your 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 tummy rumbles. Yes. Okay. So what do you think that means? Uh, you always I presume it means I'm hungry. The migrating motor complex. It's a sweep that goes through your small intestine to have finished digesting your last meal. So it's like a plug on a bath that takes that last little bit of water. And you know when yes, it swirls, it goes... Do you know that? And it's going like, this is the last of it. We're done. And your stomach's going, we've processed everything. Exactly, exactly, exactly. And then you're like, quickly, fill it up, bath water. We need more bath water. So it does a sweep, right? It does a sweep. It gets all the undigested food out. But it also gets all the bacteria that shouldn't be there. Right. So bacteria, there's more bacteria, loads of bacteria in the large intestine. We'll talk about that in a minute. But then I was thinking, okay, so then how do you, so then snacking mm. isn't ideal. You don't want to be interrupting sure, that, that migrating that, motor complex. Yes. Yeah. So how do you do that? You, you need enough protein and fats in your previous meal. To keep it consistent. So it never actually gets to a point of making that. No, process. no, no. So you aren't hungry. Because if you're hungry, you need to eat. You need to eat. Correct. So, so, so if, you, if you've if you eaten, <clears throat> let's say, two slices of white toast with jam yeah. on. Yes. Maybe a bit of butter and you think, okay, that's fine. Then you're hungry, what, like an hour and a half later because that's not sufficient for you. Yeah. So 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 you need to be eating proper meals. Yes. You need to be eating proper meals. And obviously this is, you know, there are exceptions. Yeah. There are exceptions. But you need to be eating something which can keep you full yeah. for, say, three hours, even four hours, five hours, so that you're not getting hungry. So when you're getting hungry, so ideally you're not getting hungry because sure. that means that your blood sugar is lower. Is lower, correct. Anyway, so that's how the migrating motor complex is actually linked to Yes. You know, you were talking now, and I, I kept thinking in my mind mm. about all these different fads we've had over yeah. the last like year, two, three, four, four since the beginning mm. of time on things like intermittent fasting, fasting for yeah. uh, 12 hours at a stint and not, you know, looking after. And then uh, somebody said to me the other day, um, Do you know that Chris Martin only eats when he's hungry? And he's one of okay. many people who are on this, this they, they only eat, there's a name for them. Okay, but I haven't they, heard but, of that. Uh, yeah. but, but they only eat. When they're hungry. And it can be any time of the day or night, but it's the only time that they will eat is when they yeah. actually, they feel the need to eat. They feel their bodies asking yeah. for food and then they'll feed it. Sometimes they'll only eat once a day, sometimes twice a day, sometimes okay. multiple times a day. And yes. I'm like, surely that's not good for you. So intermittent fasting yeah. is good for you. Okay. Okay. It is good for you. But the thing is, right, I would need to know, and obviously every client, you know, I don't just usually give out random advice that sure. people, you know, take, yes. because I need to understand what's your, happening. Your situation. Yeah. yeah, absolutely, because your situation is yeah. different from yeah. whoever else is in the room situation. Yes. Yeah. If you start doing fasting and you don't really know how to eat properly, mm. you might be missing out on your breakfast of three eggs, which yeah. is actually literally fueling, yeah. fueling your body. So so if you, I would first always educate people how to eat, make sure they're getting enough protein, fat, nutrients, you know, get it, make sure everything's getting in their diet. And then if they say, can I do that in a shorter window time period? Absolutely, that's fine. Yeah. But in terms of eating in the middle of the night, I mean, you'd be messing up your, your circadian absolutely. rhythm. So that, that, is, that, is, that, is, that is ridiculous. Okay. But, but eating when you're hungry it depends what that looks like. Sure. If you say to me, I only eat when I'm hungry, that's usually at 12 o'clock and 6 o'clock and that's me for the day and I'm gotcha. fine and I have no health issues. Yes. Then, then I say that's fine. Correct. But I mean, each, you have each to have, case is different. Your yeah, point. exactly, exactly, exactly. But also if something's working for that person, yeah. if, their, if their digestion's working, if their mood's great, if their energy's mm. great, if there's no skin things, if, there's, sure. if they're a pillar of health yeah. and they're doing a crazy thing and it's working for them, that's yes. also fine. I want to talk about, and we spoke yeah. about this uh, in the beginning, 
mm. probiotics very quickly. And I, yes. I mentioned in Tyro and I, I'm like, I've noticed the difference and I'm not saying this because we're talking around yeah. a microphone and our friends at Ziploc are involved, but yeah. having a really good probiotic has always been something that it doesn't matter who you go and see, whether it's a mm. physician or a, uh, somebody who specializes like yourself in gut health. Yeah. It's the first bit of, of, of kind of a, a remedy for any kind of uh, gut ills is that yeah. looking at including a good probiotic in one's lifestyle. Yes. And if you think to maybe the first time that you were ever given an antibiotic mm. by a doctor, that it was normally hand in hand mm. with a very good probiotic or take uh, and use this yogurt or this culture because it's high in probiotics. Yeah. When we think of probiotics, that importance mm. with gut health, how do they kind of a, what is a probiotic? Okay, well, let's, let's first carry on. So we've done the small intestine sure. and I think I've only given you two bits of advice there. Okay. Bone broth, Make and, sure you're um, eating properly so that you apple, can. Um, no, that was stomach. Stomach. Well, I'm gonna take it anyway. Focus. I'm gonna take that mixed with the with the bone broth. I'm okay. gonna have the best health no. ever. Amy. <laughs> so then the large intestine, right? So that is where the the bacteria live. Okay. So there is, I think it's two kilograms of bacteria sure. in your colon. About seven in me. I'm, I'm big boned. So you have good bacteria and yes. you have bad bacteria, Got and you. and the whole idea is that you you keep that in balance. Got you. So you have. Um, you have the likes of E. coli. You've got, you know, maybe leftover salmonella. You have that in, in your in your uh, large intestine, your colon. But ideally, you have the good guys as well, gotcha. which help balance, balance it, out. it out. So, in terms of probiotics, that is good gut. It's good bacteria. Gotcha. So, so it's basically trying to help the gut out in terms of that. Is yes. it good? And uh, this is totally off that. I just thought about this again. It's popped in my head. Yeah. Brushing your tongue with a toothbrush. So I think that brushing your tongue stimulates the vagus nerve. Um, okay. Because I, I'm just thinking about the bacteria. Obviously, it's on the tongue that's helping in in the in the breakdown of of foods, and you actually so remove. If it. you so you don't want a white coating on your tongue. No, I'm talking so about, about every ha- night your brushing tongue. your. Uh, I do have white on my tongue. I'm not saying. Is that a good or bad thing? So, so I haven't eaten today, though. Let's be honest. So that would be the likes of candida overgrowth. Okay. So if you do have a tongue coating, yes, you can brush it. Mm. That's going to get rid of it for maybe a day. Okay. So so all over your body, you have bacteria, good bacteria, all over your body, okay. everywhere. Like every, every absolutely everywhere, yes. in your skin, in your mouth. And and actually, very interesting, this is sort of off topic, but just because just you brought it up, is that when you get holes in your teeth, you know how they say sugar? Yes, breaks, puts holes in your teeth. You always told don't. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's because sugar upsets the microbiome in your mouth and then the bacteria isn't protecting your tooth ah. and the enamel and then you get a hole. Uh-huh. So it's about it's about your your biome, your gotcha. microbiome. Gotcha. So so in terms of your tongue, so brushing your tongue, yes, you can absolutely brush your tongue. Okay. But if there's a coating, you'd want to be look you'd want to look you'd want to look at your gut health and see what's happening. Okay. Uh, pro- and that would indicate more candida overgrowth than that. Yeah. Okay, got you. Is it even if you've got good gut health, is it yeah. still good to include a probiotic on a daily basis? Um, so I would, firstly, I would, I wouldn't just take one every day. Okay. Um, I would also alternate cause you have different strains as well. So just say you, um, go through one pack of whatever. Yes. Um, I would also maybe take a bit of a break and then I'd maybe do another pack and then go to the other pack. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't, um, no, I definitely have breaks. I definitely have breaks, but certainly probiotics are certainly not something only for, um, Post antibiotics, absolutely not. I mean, okay. your 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 health is your gut, so mm. so no, I absolutely wouldn't. But you can also do foods as well. So probiotic foods, so the likes of sauerkraut, yeah. kimchi, um, anything fermented like that. Yes. Um, ideally, you're having that with 
your meals. With your meals. Yeah. We haven't even, I mean, there's so much. We could literally talk on another three podcasts about uh, gut health's importance to various parts of the body. The central nervous system, yeah. mental well, good health. Uh, the list goes on. And actually, there's no part of a, the human existence that doesn't yeah. and isn't intertwined with gut health. Yes, exactly. Um, you've been doing studies, and I, I don't know if now is maybe the, 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 the good time to bring it up. Yeah. Uh, the correlation between maybe ADHD in children and good health, gut health. Yes, so I'm doing, it's, 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 a, it's a study. I only have 10 kids. Um, I don't personally have 10 kids. <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> Just to I clarify. Have 10 kids. I'm like, great. All with ADHD. <laughs> My life is hard. No, I'm, I, I have two kids. But okay. uh, so I have 10 kids in the study. And okay. I haven't been in South Africa for the last 10 years. I've yeah. been in Ireland. And I've got back and I've just noticed that it's almost everywhere. And obviously, so my focus is fixing the body. And getting the body back to how it wants to be, how basically the universe or I don't know, the creator or made our body sure. to be. And so, so, so far in the study, I mean, there isn't one child where their body isn't under stress. Got you. You know, so yeah. as in, under distress, sorry, as in like um, geographic tongue on the one, um, you know, bro- uh, bones easily broke- breaking in the, on the other, like, but basically their physical form mm. They're not a strong kid. And then their brain, as a result, because they obviously aren't getting, the sure. body isn't getting what they need in terms of, you know, breaking down their food, getting their macronutrients. Because remember, you are, you know the whole saying, you are what you, you eat. eat. Yeah. You know, you have to digest it. You can't sure. just eat it. And, it then, yeah. and then go, yeah. and we are, yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. You have to digest it. So if you're not digesting it. No. So, yeah, I mean, so far, actually, so all the case studies are pretty similar except for the one. And I thought, why is she different? And I realized she actually hasn't been diagnosed so, so there's they they sort of think that there's, and I was like, that's actually very interesting because wow. so it's, it's all it's all their gut issues. There's sugar cravings. There's um, there's candida overgrowth. There's I mean the tongue showing the nails are breaking the and so all those things. So I so I'm basically I want to get their body mm. to a state where in terms of health and then see what's happening with those symptoms. Because, I mean, I don't know how it can't be related. Obviously, sure. I mean, I know it's related because yeah. Yeah. that's, that's, you know, that's you my line of work. Line of work. Yeah, yeah, but it's interesting when I chat to, so I have a friend who's an OT and she hasn't gone down the gut, re- the gut health route. Okay. And so, um, yeah, and so chatting to her, it was like she's from a different planet. And I was like, I don't understand. Like, what do you, how do you? Yeah. Anyways, that's actually what I'm doing. And I'm doing it so I can say, that's see, brilliant. yeah, look, so of these, and also actually, maybe it's a case of, you know, of the 10 kids, two of them improve a lot or they all improve by 20%. Or, I mean, but sure. I mean, you know, I would imagine they'll improve by, improve by 99%. Yes. But that's, that's, you know, any time will tell. So I'll keep you posted. That, that could be my uh, That'll be our follow-up podcast. podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. In closing, just yeah. there, there's so many products out there. And I know that we mm. specifically, obviously, we know of one that, that, that you know, that, that we both know that, that bring yes. this podcast to you. But choosing a good probiotic and yeah. knowing that one, that one that's good for you, there's yeah. so many options out there. What do we look for? You're looking for um, a number of strains. I mean, to, to be honest, if if you can if you can um, keep switching over, so 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 pick four, okay. pick four which which don't have the same strains, which have a variety of strains. Um, I mean, will you just say how many million? I can't, I, I'd be lying if I said. <laughs> you need the exact amount. I'd be, yeah, I'd be lying yeah. if I said. Yeah. <laughs> and and also, I mean, in terms of what I've realised recently, I try to bring some supplements over from the UK and. I realized oh, how wow. much you're paying for customs yeah. and how much you're paying for um, for delivery. <laughs> so actually, it's not necessarily the most expensive. Sure. So if it's 
It's not necessarily the, the most expensive. Everyone's like, it has to be in the fridge. It yeah. doesn't necessarily have to be in the fridge. Got you. It doesn't have to be the most expensive, but 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 choose a few which you which, which sort of covers a range yeah. and then alternate them. That's the word I was looking for, alternate. And then also give your give your gut a bit of a break as well so it can yes. also regulate them. Love this conversation. I hope you've been enjoying it. Aidy will be back for sure. We've got lots to cover, including that research that she's currently doing yes. as well. We'd love to know those results when they're available. Uh, refreshing to chat with you, and I hope you really have enjoyed this. Feel free to recommend this to your friend. Importantly, uh, to go out there and discover a bit more about the importance of good gut health. Aidy St. George, thank you very much for joining us. Asia, thanks for having me. Love it. Like, subscribe, give us the thumbs up. If you are watching this on YouTube, share it with your friends, give us the like, press that button. And this was brought to you by by Entiro Probiotics. They're great for your gut health. You've just enjoyed Health Matters with Sipla.